Hello, I'm Sarah Zubiata Bennett, your host of the Dallas Express bi-weekly video podcast. As the festive season bustles on, we spotlight two pillars of compassion in Dallas, our calling and the Salvation Army, and just how they're helping to fight the homeless and poverty situations. We spent time with Juliana Williams, Director of Development at Our Calling, and toured Our Calling with Allie Hendrickson, their Senior Manager of Communications. At Salvation Army, we met with Senior Director of Community Relations, Christina Cavalier. Each of these organizations' work is truly admirable and will provide anchors for the haven for the homeless that many of us continue to work on bringing to Dallas behind the scenes. We then end at North Park Mall where the magic and spirit of the holiday season comes to life. Thank you for joining us. Juliana, thank you so much yeah, for being here today absolutely. with us. If you would just tell us a little bit about what it is that you all do here yeah. at Our Calling besides uh, piecing together this extraordinary booklet. Our Calling specifically works with the Unsheltered Homeless, which is about, um, about three quarters of the homeless population in mm -hmm. Dallas. So there's about six shelters in Dallas, mm -hmm. about 2,500 beds total that people can sleep in each night. And usually the shelters are full, as you can imagine. And so a lot of folks are forced to sleep under bridges, um, in cars, behind abandoned buildings. And so we really started just as a street outreach ministry and got to know our homeless neighbors and build relationships and just discovered what their needs were and started adapting and innovating and creating solutions based on the needs that we saw on the streets. Mm -hmm. Today, we work with about 10,000 different people experiencing homelessness within a given year. Um, we operate an outreach center. It's a daytime outreach center. And it's really meant to be a place for people to come and navigate and get the services that they need, get access to everything in one place, um, and really start developing relationships and building a path to get off the streets. And then we also still have those street outreach teams going all over the city. Um, and this is a great resource, the directory. Um, of course, it has our callings information and hours in there, but it has um, over 50 different partners here locally in Dallas so that someone um, can just go, the, go get the exact thing they need. If they need to go sign up for food stamps, they know where they can go. If they need to find a shelter for that night, they know what the options are and all of the specific information. We also have an app. So the neat thing about the app is that you can actually report the location or it says, of an individual yep, or yep, a camp. Yep. Um, and then that actually dispatches our team. So our teams will go out within 24 to 48 hours to visit that location and connect with that individual, find out their story and kind of go beyond what you might be able to do in a quick 30 second interaction at a stoplight. Okay. Um, and so we recommend it actually will geolocate when you report mm -hmm. and you can put in as little or as much information as you have. Mm -hmm. um, so you can take a photo, obviously you don't want to you know, get of up course. in someone's face, yes, but you yes. can take a photo of the location um, and you can put in information. If you talk to the person, you can put in notes. Yep. Um, and then our team has that information to go and meet with them. This is free. So mm -hmm. it's a simple download. Yep. Download the app in the app store, our calling, okay. and you can just begin using it. So you could just be standing with someone and saying, hey, you know, are, how are you doing? Are you looking for food today? Or what, what's your need? And you can just on your phone help navigate and point them to that local resource. That's right. Um, the great thing about the directory is it's actually used nationally as well. So we that. have a, a national network mm -hmm. um, of organizations whose information is in there and regularly updated. Um, so, you know, a, a single mom living in her car in Detroit can mm -hmm. use our app. 
Okay. Um, someone who just lost their job in San Francisco can use our app. Do you find that many conversations that happen on the side of the street once it is reported mm -hmm. that there's a, a person on, you know, experiencing homelessness mm -hmm. or about to experience homelessness, do you find that your resources are utilized? That yeah, we actually, it's interesting. Our our agency, we track a lot of data. We're mm -hmm. very technology driven mm -hmm. here. Um, and so we track a lot of data. And one of the things that we've tracked is the rate of acceptance of services. Mm -hmm. And so our organization has about an 80% rate of services being accepted. And nationally, it's, it's the opposite. It's about a 20% acceptance rate and about an 80% refusal rate. And my last question to mm -hmm. you is about the Haven for Hope in San Antonio. Mm -hmm. So I went, did a yeah. tour, yeah. Um, interviewed them, mm -hmm. and I am a big proponent of bringing a solution comparable to Haven for Hope mm -hmm. here in Dallas. Mm -hmm. How do you believe that you all could pivot and respond in the event that something like a Haven for Homeless would mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. develop here? Yeah. Part of what they're doing, we do in a sense. Um, so we, our outreach center is a hub for about 12 different service providers. 12? Yes. Okay. So the food bank comes here. Okay. Um, the VA comes here. Um, IPS, Integrated Psychotherapeutic Services, comes here. North Texas Behavioral Health comes here. Recovery Resource Council comes here. Parkland Health comes here. Watermark Health comes here. So we have, we have over a dozen providers uh, that actually come in our building to that same model of we want to make it easier. Mm -hmm. We getting on a bus and try, looking up an address and trying to call a number where no one ever picks up. And, and it's just impossible. You're spending your entire day trying to get to one appointment, mm -hmm. um, even if you have the resources to do that. Yeah. And so um, we've tried to kind of streamline, but we're, we continue to have conversations about collaboration. And we're very open to, mm -hmm. to future projects that might come up. You know, the first thing that we recommend is just recognizing that the person in front of you is a human being mm -hmm. made in the image of God, just like us. And so treating them with that dignity, mm -hmm. that's kind of our foundation is mm -hmm. caring with dignity. So if you can do nothing else, just look at the homeless people that you see in the yes, eye yes. and treat them like human beings. Yeah. Um, getting involved with our calling, we try to make it easy, as simple as downloading the app for free, yeah. um, getting some directories for your car to hand out. Maybe you have a, you know, a soft granola bar that you hand out with it. Um, and then beyond that, getting directly involved, we have service opportunities all throughout the week at our building, about 15 to 30 volunteers every day. So it's a big need. Yeah. Um, we would love to have help with that. You can go to ourcalling.org mm -hmm. and, and get connected. Um, and then in terms of giving, your, your donation can be something that helps feed people every day. That's mm -hmm. a lot of what people come here for initially is the great food that we have. Yeah. Um, it can also go so far as to helping someone actually get off the streets, paying um, transportation fees to a program, paying fees for them to be in a program for a whole year That's wonderful. so that they can go through the steps they need to be self-sustaining on the other side and live in housing and, mm -hmm. and um, just live in a healthy, sustainable way. Thank you so much for taking time Absolutely. and meeting with me today. Yeah. I'm just grateful for y'all sharing the message. Of course, thank you. thank you. Thank you. As a nonprofit, we do rely on the generosity yeah. of the community to yeah. keep our lights on and help our friends off the street. Um, so you can always go to ourcalling.org and there's a lot of buttons on yeah, there and there you, can, you can see where to give. It costs about $1,000 to get a homeless friend off the street. 
Um, and then I think we have different price points for how much it would cost for a certain number of showers or laundry. So um, whatever your wallet allows, there are so many different ways that you can give to our calling and know that you are helping multiple homeless individuals off the streets. I'm Christina Cavalier. Yes. I'm the Senior Director of Community Relations, and I've been with the Salvation Army for four years. Four years, amazing. Christina, thank you so much. Thank you. And I know you and I uh, just recently saw each other at an event for the kiddos. Yes. So that was really fun to catch up there. You know, both uh, my husband and now myself, we volunteered every year at the Salvation Army. It's something that's really special to me, to him, to his whole organization. Would you mind just telling us a little bit about the work that the Salvation Army does? I know it's robust, yes. but if you can, in the most concise and effective way, just describe what the Salvation Army does. Sure. Well, the Salvation Army's mission is to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and to meet human needs in his name without discrimination. And so the way that we do that here in our six county service area in North Texas is we focus on the broad areas of poverty, homelessness, and addiction. And we have um, many different locations around North Texas that provide resources and services to people who are our most vulnerable um, in our community. Within each of those pillars, mm -hmm. would you mind describing the services provided for addiction, homelessness, what have you, just so sure. that we can understand that? Um, so we have 13 core community centers that mm -hmm. are located in high needs areas across North Texas. Mm -hmm. And that I've is where that. we provide a lot of what we call anti-poverty services. Okay. Um, so it's things like rental assistance, assistance with utilities, where we're really trying to ensure that people stay in their homes. Um, we also have um, children and youth programs where we have programs for kids. We have food pantries. So we've got 12 food pantries throughout the entire region where we provide food assistance. Um, um, and then this time of year at those facilities, as well as the one that we're in now, we provide Christmas assistance through our Angel Tree program. Um, in addition to that, we've got four shelters across the region where we provide um, residential services as in addition to social services for our clients. We've got two senior living facilities. Um, they're both in Fort Worth. Um, so we have people living with us that are on fixed income. Um, and then we've also got two addiction recovery facilities that are in resident addiction recovery programs um, for men. It is, uh, we are the largest command is what we call it in the Salvation mm -hmm. Army, but region in the country. Okay. Would you, do you have any idea, I don't know if this question's ever been asked, what the square footage is of all of your combined hmm. locations in these respective counties is? I can tell you that we serve over 4,000 square miles. Okay, that's, that's wonderful because these uh, different areas of service, they're huge. Um, would you mind telling our viewers and listeners how they're able to get involved in whatever capacity that is, mm -hmm. especially since this is the holiday season? I'm you know, adopting a huge family, I think two huge families, you Thank know, you. With the, yes, no. And then we're going to come volunteer here. I don't know what we're going to be assigned to do when we come, but we'll be here. Anytime I see someone ringing the bells uh, on the side of any building, I always try and walk over with some cash. But what is Thank it? You. that? No, 
yes, I, I love this. So what is it that people can do to get involved? Well, people certainly think of the Salvation Army during the holiday season, and there are lots of ways to get involved. Um, one is through our Angel Tree Program, which is our Christmas assistance program. And we have tens of thousands of angels that need adopting her actual people. So they're children, adults with special needs, and senior citizens. Yeah. They can also volunteer with us, either through the Angel Tree Program or through ringing bells at our red kettles. Oh, they um, can do that. Mm -hmm. So they can go to registertoring.com okay. and sign up for a shift and location that works best mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. And it's really fun to do, and it's really impactful for us because it's a big source of revenue for us. We, this year, hope to raise about $1.5 million through our kettle program. Um, we raise about half of all of our raised revenue that we need to operate um, all year long between October and December. So this is a really critical time for the Salvation Army. It, all these initiatives that I'm looking at here, the How We Support North Texas, Emergency Family Assistance Program to provide with mortgage rent utility bills, what does that look like? So we receive um, funding through government resources that allow us to help provide um, rental or mortgage assistance or utility assistance. Um, we receive that a lot of times through utility partners. Um, to clients who are in need, we often see people come to the Salvation Army at a time of just crisis. And our immediate goal is we need to mitigate that crisis. And then we want to help them on a path to self-sufficiency. Mm -hmm. We find people come to us and they may have received perhaps a first notice um, warning of eviction. And they think it means they're getting evicted. And they think, oh, gosh, I've got to go to your shelter because my family and I are now going to be on the streets. And, you know, our case managers can look at that with them and help them understand we can keep you in your home. And that's our goal. We want people to stay in their homes. So that's why that type of emergency financial assistance is really important. Last that I wanted to touch on the veterans programs. Yes. Would you touch on what those are? Sure. We have um, several different veterans housing programs in particular. Um, so at our Carpe Collins Social Service Center in Dallas, um, we have a veterans program that is um, focused on helping veterans who ha are experiencing homelessness get back on their feet and connect to services that are offered to them through the VA. Um, so that's an opportunity there. We also have um, veterans in some of our addiction recovery programs as well. Um, as you can imagine, some of them have experienced trauma. Um, so that might be what's happening as a result of that. Um, so they are housed with us. We connect them and work very closely with the VA and actually have seen a lot of success with our veterans. We help them find jobs so they can have kind of this type of supportive transitional type housing while they're getting back on their feet and understanding their services. And what is your favorite part of mm -hmm. what you do? Because it's such a huge array of help and assistance that's provided to the community. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite part? Well, that is a hard question. Um, <laughs> I have the fun job of getting to tell our story. Uh -huh. um, and so I think because I love stories, um, the thing that connects me most to the Salvation Army is really seeing and hearing each and every day the people's lives that we are impacting. Mm -hmm. These are real people. These are real children. These are real families. These are real you know, veterans like we were talking about. And it's really powerful to get to see um, their faces and to hear their stories and to hear the way that they are impacted by the Salvation Army. It's an honor to get to serve. And I really love it so much. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. Thank you for sharing that. Sure. And thank you for your time. Oh, thank you. For our third segment, we are here at Italy at North Park Center. 
And the reason I wanted to bring you all here after highlighting the two incredible anchors in our community, Salvation Army and Our Calling, is not because I'm tone deaf, but these entrepreneurs, they put food on the tables for their loved ones and their employees every time you support them. So I encourage you to remember that when you're shopping, a place that you can actually give back is at North Park Center by coming here, purchasing the things that you need for your wish list, for your Christmas list, and by stopping by a few of the places that we're gonna show you in just a few minutes. Okay, so we're at the trains at North Park, and what it says right up here is that since 1981, Ronald McDonald House of Dallas has gifted 42,400 families with a free home away from home, complete with meals. Let's just take a peek in here. So now we're right outside of Santa, taking pics with Santa, and this benefits children's health. We're gonna continue down here. So this is one of the reasons that we actually came here today. I wanted to buy some um, gifts for my dogs, Scraps and Biscuit, but the dogs for the SPCA are actually out for adoption. Please come look. to buy some uh, dog cookies for Christmas for my dogs. Scraps and Biscuit. They're really, really cute dogs. We just rescued Biscuit not long ago. And he's a good boy. I have a cat too. Her name's Bacon. <laughs> Bacon, Biscuit, and Scraps. I had a cat named Bacon Bits. Oh my gosh! Yes, that's, that's it. We call her Bacon Bits, but her name's Bacon. If you're wanting to give your dog a gift of treats that really last, come here. And you guys are open till when? The 24th? The 23rd. 23rd. The Every 23rd of December. 12 to 6. 12 to 6. Perfect. Thank you.